Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Station Square podcast, where we dive into the world of entertainment. Station Square offers insight on voice acting and animation with some of the top talent in the industry. And now, here's the main segment with your host, Robert Jackson. What's good, y'all? This is Robert Jackson. Thank you for tuning in to the 100th episode of the Station Square podcast. Um, such a big milestone, and um, yeah, thanks for... Um, if you stuck around for all 100 episodes um, as of the time of this recording, congratulations, bravo, and um, this podcast has been a lot of fun to do, and I appreciate the support that um, I've received over the years, the feedback, and all the wonderful guests that I've, I'm, I was honored to even have on, um, which is quite a surprise to me. So, um, um, I guess I'll just give more of my acknowledgments later, like, at the end of this, because right now, um, w- this is going to be a special episode. Um, so today, we're going to be chatting with two crew members, like, two people who work um, for a studio indie, like, network, um, and they have, like, a talent roster. They're currently working on numerous projects at the moment, and um, you might have seen them around on social media, Um Today, we're going to be chatting with Anthony Rodriguez and P.D. Wiley from Network Nexus Studios. And hope I'm getting oh, yeah, that that's... right. So um, if you, yeah, so if I stumble or if I, like, if I get some information wrong, please correct me throughout this interview. But regardless, though, thank you two so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule taking the time out of your days and um, agreeing to do this with me. Of course. And I'm just eager to get this conversation yeah, going. Indeed. So first things first, how are y'all doing? I am doing fine. How are you doing, Robert? I am doing A-OK, partner. <laughs> yeah, good. And like I said, it's nice to have you gentlemen on the show. And um, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about in the short amount of time that we do have here. So, because um, I want to be considerate of everyone's times. So, um, yeah, I guess as a little icebreaker, would you two like to introduce yourself? I mean, I've already gave the introduction, but, um, share a little bit more about yourselves, like your bio, just what is it that you mainly do, specialize in, what roles do you have for Network Nexus, all that good jazz from top to bottom, or however we can okay. do this uh, throughout this well, I get... um, episode. <laughs> Whoever goes first, yeah, go of... right ahead. Yeah, of course. Um, I guess... I'll, I'll go first. Um, so my name is P.D. Wiley. I am the CEO, creative director, and founder of Network Nexus Studios. Uh, I actually founded the company, I think it was, what, three or four years ago at this point. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, and uh, yeah, I pretty much uh, am in charge of uh, you know overseeing the operation of the entire business uh, and you know communicating with uh, people like Anthony and you know uh, many of the other people uh, running different departments um, of our uh, you know business. Um, so um, actually, uh, Anthony, I'll let you continue on with uh, what you kind of do at. Sure. Places. Hello, everybody. My name is Anthony Rodriguez. I'm a voice actor, voiceover director, casting director, and I'm the head of the voiceover department with Network Nexus Studios, so anything that has to do with voiceover, I take care of that. Excellent, yeah. Um, I believe we have a lot to discuss about in regards to Nexus, or just other other stuff in general. So, um, yeah, I guess first things first, um, I guess I wanted to ask the both of you, um, how did you two both get started in this, um, industry? Um, I think I know, I sort of know, 
I might have a little understanding of how Anthony started, but Wiley, um, since we are still, we just now, um, we're still, like, just recently, like, interacting and whatnot, um, I just want to hear both of your stories for those that, um, are curious to know how you both got started into the business. Interesting, yeah. And how it just kind of all snowballed from here on out. Well, I think for Network Nexus Studio specifically, the best uh, word to use when describing it is indeed snowballed, um, because uh, Network Nexus Studio started very small. Um, the uh, studio actually started um, uh, when I decided that I wanted to actually be able to create a show. Uh, I'm not going to say much about this show since it's actually still in production to this day, uh, and we haven't really fully announced it uh, up until now. Um, but this show, uh, it's very near and dear to me, um, and I wanted to be able to produce it independently um, without the assistance of uh, that many outside sources, which is something that I think a lot of creatives in this industry really uh, can relate to, because I know that there are a lot of uh, different creatives who are trying to, you know, independently create a lot of projects and different things like that. I wanted to be able to do it and have the resources to do it, uh, you know, on my own for the most part. So that's one of the motivating factors. There were many uh, that actually led me to start Network Nexus Studios. There were a few other motivating factors as well, like we started during the pandemic. Um, so we actually started when the entire creative industry was shut down and everyone was kind of looking for, you know, stuff to work on, which also uh, did help us grow quite a bit. Um, but essentially, um, I started as most people in this industry started. I started as a creative um, who really just wanted to see a passion project through. And it, uh, like you said, Robert, kind of snowballed uh, into what it is today. Um, and, you know, now we've grown quite a bit. Uh, we have a voiceover talent pool. Uh, containing, uh, what, what is it at this point, Cry? How many? Over 600. Yeah, over over 600 voice actors. Um, and, you know, they're each, all of them are very talented. They're incredible. Um, and um, we also, uh, you know, are working on quite a few different other projects as well. Um, some announced, some not so much yet. Uh, you know, uh, one of our most recent projects, I'm sure some people in this industry are a bit familiar with, uh, Clutch Kobold's story. Um, we were actually able to get uh, the funding for that through Kickstarter. It's a great project uh, being produced by uh, myself and also um, being directed by Kennedy Phillips, an incredible, incredible, uh, incredibly talented um, individual. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, everything I, he does, he's so good at. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's he's I, I love him. <laughs> he's incredible. Uh, I, I, it's a pleasure working with him. Um, he's a very creative individual, and uh, you know he he always puts his, you know, best foot forward in everything that he does. He's, he's, he's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, essentially, uh, before I, sorry, I'm going on a bit of a rant right now, but essentially, um, you know, uh, it really started very small with a, I think it was, uh, what, like, I think 10 people at, in the beginning, uh, just working on this very small passion project, um, trying to, you know, see it through. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, we kind of grew, we got other, you know, uh, in, we've gotten other industries as well. Like we do uh, multimedia graphic design now. You know, we expanded into voiceover. Um, we actually acquired a studio based in the Philippines by the name of Couscous Studio uh, that focuses on animation. Uh, there's a lot that kind of happened over the course of these four years. And honestly, it's, it's kind of unbelievable uh, looking back at it at this point. But yeah, um, a lot kind of happened to get to where we are. But, um, you know, uh, to answer your question, 
essentially I just started as um, an individual that wanted to uh, be able to produce my own uh, project and uh, be able to entertain um, individuals and uh, allow people to uh, also express their creativity. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, if, if I could in my own way uh, be able to, you know, help people through the work that I, you know, produce and actually also set a precedent um, in the inside of this industry for, you know, quality um, when it comes to the work that we also produce. That was, those are kind of what my main motivating factors when uh, starting the company. But uh, Anthony, I'll actually let you go on to, you know, what what uh, motivated you to get into this industry and, you know, uh, how you actually got started. Yeah, it's a, it's a long story because it kind of is like my whole life. But um, I had been doing singing mostly since I was a kid uh professionally and for fun um and uh i went to college for actually voice classical voice and while i was there um i got interested in i've always been interested in doing voiceover whether it be for like cartoons or commercials or whatever i was always interested in that but i never knew how to do it or how to get in there and in 2011 i decided i was going to try to do this thing and get involved and figure it out. But at that time, there wasn't a lot of information available like there is now. Now you can go up and you can ask anybody and figure out how to do it and get involved. Um, but back then, I was talking to one of my drama directors. Um, she got me in contact with some people who are in the industry. Um, and I was reading books. Um, and I kind of did a few things back then, nothing major. And then I finished getting my degree and kind of forgot about it for a while. Uh, I went to live in Japan back in 2017 for like two and a half years. And while I was there, I learned a lot about myself, grew a lot. And, you know, living in a foreign country where you don't speak the language fluently um, and you can kind of figure out your own way while you're there, I gained a lot of confidence and realized a lot about myself. So when I came back to the States in 2019, I decided that I would pursue my passions and my dreams that I had from years ago and do voiceover again and that's when I got into it again although like during all the time prior to that I had always been doing acting and singing um, for various places in the community so it's not like I never stopped you know in the entertainment industry but just like different paths at different times um, and in 2019 uh, is when I first had the idea, you know, maybe I should, I should direct too, because I saw a bunch of projects and was like, mm, I think this could be better if, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I was like, I think I'm going to do my own project. So I just started doing projects on my own and it, doing casting calls and inviting uh, friends that I knew and colleagues to work on stuff. And we did a bunch of stuff together. And I'm still doing that. I still work on a bunch of uh, independent projects all the time and i'll be doing some more of that today later today so uh, that's kind of how i got started into it all and then back in i think it was the beginning of 2020 yeah the beginning of 2020 is when i met uh pd and interviewed for network nexus and realized you know hey we've we've got this alignment going on and we're kind of on the same path wanting to do the same things and achieve the same goals uh, let's work together. And it worked out really well from there.
Oh yeah, and I'm so glad to have met uh, Anthony. He's in, he's he's very talented. He's honestly one of my favorite people to work with in general. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. <laughs> and <clears throat> that's certainly that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, there's just so much to unpack and uncover just from like listening to your little uh, background. Um, there's just so much to ask, but like I said, so little, so little time. But um, yeah, so I guess what you guys like when you first started Nexus. Um, so upon getting your when you first got your start in the industry, um, like. Like, what were your expectations when you first started out? And, like, to where you guys are at right now with, like, over 600-plus um, voice actors, like, on your roster. Um, like, what did you expect when you first started? Like, um, did I you expect am... this to be, like, just a little fun, little passion project like you were mentioning earlier? But you just didn't expect it to, like, explode or grow the way it did over these last few years that you've been, you know, doing this whole hubbub. <laughs> I am going to be completely just honest doing the whole shopping. Yeah. Um, I never expected this to become my full time career. Not to say that I hate it. I love it. I wouldn't wish to do anything else. Um, but I never expected it to get this far. <laughs> um, honestly, I will be honest with you. Network Nexus Studios, when we first started it, was uh, it, I won't say it wasn't meant to be a company because I, I think that this was the best you know course of action for us to take. Um, but at first, I never really looked at it as a company because it was just a small indie project that we were uh, kind of working on and trying to get produced at the time. So I never really looked at it as, a, you know, in the wider scope as a business until later on, um, which, you know, worked out because I'm also, you know, I, I study business and different things like that. But, um, you know, it, it definitely snowballed. Um, and I really am grateful to be in the position that I am in currently in. I hope that we can grow even further than we have because uh, we have a lot of resources, but I, I hope to be able to, you know, be able to use them properly and get, uh, you know, uh, even more work in this industry and be able to grow uh, Network Nexus Studios even further. Because um, I will admit, first, I never expected to get this far. I never really was expecting to, you know, build Network Nexus Studios into as big of a you know a business or company that it is today um but you know now that we're at this point i want to make sure that um you know we are pushing it in the right direction and um that we are you know properly utilizing our resources and that we can uh, best you know build network nexus studios into uh you know the the best uh organization that it can be um there's a lot that i kind of have planned for network nexus studios in the future um, and uh, I know a lot of it is going to take patience, as most things do in this industry. Um, you know, I've been working at this for about four years at this point, um, and a lot of, uh, you know, what happens in this industry is really patience. You have to wait all, uh, for a lot of different things, and that can be very hard sometimes. But I know that, you know, with enough time and enough effort, um, Network Nexus Studios can really be something special, and that's really my goal. Um, I want to make sure that um, you know, the things that we work on um, and put pride into, 
that they can be of the highest degree of quality possible. Um, and I want to make sure that uh, we can really make sure that everything that we work on, if possible, is special in its own type of way. Um, and that's really why I'm very grateful to be able to work with people like uh, Anthony Rodriguez, Kennedy Phillips. You know, they're great individuals, very talented, and I know that they, you know, definitely put the most effort into, you know, all, everything that they work on, you know, and I, I could say the same about almost every person that I work with at Network Nexus Studios, because I know for a fact that each and every one of them, uh, you know, love what they do and want to make sure that it's, you know, the best that it can be. Um, and that's the reason why I think we've been able to grow, you know, so much in such a short span of time. I think, you know, there's also, of course, the pandemic, being a remote company and starting during the pandemic, you know, that also helped. And there's a lot of things that can really be, uh, you know, credited for how we've been able to grow so quickly. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I'm just grateful uh, to be where I am. And I will admit, I never expected to get this far. I never expected it to become my full-time career um, like it is currently. Um, but I wouldn't wish to work in any other industry or uh, work as, you know, anything else because um, I love this. I, I love being able to work on, you know, creative projects. I love to be able to work with such talented individuals. I love to be able to see the uh, projects that I'm working on come to life uh, and really, uh, you know, be able to make something special out of everything that I do. So, um, you know, I love what I do. Um, I'm grateful to be where I am and I hope to, you know, uh, be able to get even further in this industry and uh, be able to really push the boundaries for what is uh, possible in this industry. Um, even though we've only been around for a very short period of time. Um, I know kind of uh, a lot of what we have planned is very ambitious uh, as it kind of has been from day one. But, um, you know, I, I do hope that uh, we can you know really get there. Um, I know that we have, you know, the talent to be able to do it. I know we have, uh, you know, the, the a, a lot of people who are motivated to be able to do it. It's really just about uh, making sure that we make the right choices. Uh, Anthony, I'll kind of let you go into what you were kind of expecting. <laughs> um, I guess for myself, because I do uh, freelance voiceover directing and, of course, voiceover and all kinds of projects. Um, I don't think I was really expecting anything. You know, I was just interested and enjoyed what I did and I'm just I'm here for the ride and wherever it takes me is wherever it takes me but <laughs> I'm going to be doing my thing and if if um if whatever else is out there doesn't work for me that's okay with me because I still have my things and my ideas and my uh projects so I'll be doing this and seeing where it goes like I have been for the past three plus years so yeah So being a casting director, um, I know you've always, um, <clears throat> you've done a lot of singing and you've done a lot of VO, um, but directing, has that always been something that's like you've sort of had as part of your like, <clears throat> is that like really something that you've always had like carried under your sleeve that you know that you could possibly do for the, and especially for uh, an indie studio like Nexus, has it always been something that's like been in the back of your mind since you were a kid, since you first got started in entertainment? That's a good question. And the answer is no. 
I didn't ever think about that. I only thought about the performance side of everything because that's what I did and that's what I enjoyed. But um, when I actually, you know, took a step back and started doing the production side of things, I realized, oh, actually, I'm pretty well suited for this type of thing. Um, I'm an INTJ, for those of you who know MBTI. So, you know, the architect, we like to see the big picture and like, build the plans and plan everything and make everything work and function to the most efficient way possible. So it was really simple and easy for me to incorporate myself into the whole process of directing and scripts and casting. Uh, so yeah, I, I love it a lot. I wouldn't, mm, I, it's like 50, 50, like in terms of being on the actor side or the performer side versus being on the director uh, production side i love both of them equally and yeah i could never stop doing both of them yeah for sure because we all carry a bag like we're kind of like a jack of all trades um we're just somebody with many talents like um like voiceover directing writing um audio engineering so it's just pretty much um jack of all trades you know yeah, in this industry, at least right now, as it is, you kind of have to know how to do everything. You know, if you're a voice actor, you have to know how to do acting, do the voices, um, recording, editing, directing yourself. You know, uh, it's you got to be able to do it all. And if you do your own projects, you know, then you're directing other people and you're casting for your projects. So, yeah. You've done workshops like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do workshops all the time. Uh, was that also something that you expected to do? So it kind of just came naturally, you just like everything else. Uh, when I was in Japan, I was teaching English. I, I studied in college music education for like two years. But back then I was like, no, I can't do this. I can't talk in front of people. I can't teach people. I'm too introverted and shy that's not gonna happen so then i changed my degree just focusing on the performance uh singing aspect um and then i never really did anything with that in terms of like building a career out of it after graduating i still sang but i didn't like try to make a big name for myself as a singer um and then when i went to japan you know i was like you know what i'm in this new place i have to do something to survive I guess I'll teach English, you know, I'm a native English speaker and, you know, I did really well in English in school and I have kind of a degree in my bag. So, yeah, I'll do this. So I taught English to all ages from like two to 72 plus. Uh, and I learned that I have a I have like a passion and skill for teaching that I didn't think I would have. Um, cause I thought I'd be really nervous and shy, but once you can overcome that and just like put yourself out there and in, in whatever field that you do, you'll learn that you might be really good and you can adapt really well to the situation. So I've taught classes of, you know, one-on-one -on -one classes. I still do even now up to like, I don't know how many people, 50, 50 plus people. So, and of course, being able to perform in front of hundreds of people, 
gives you the confidence to be able to, you know what, if I can do that, then I can do this too. But I think most of the time when it comes to performance, we have more confidence because we're not being ourselves. We're being another character or, uh, you know, a certain aspect. So we can put on this mask and hide behind it when we perform. But then when you go to teach, like you can't hide behind anything. It's you and it's, uh, you know, the people you're with and you got to be there and be confident and express what you're trying to teach in a way that they can understand and learn. And of course, every student and every person learns differently. And you'll you'll click with some people a lot more just because you kind of have the same way of thinking or the same understanding. But it's really cool to work with people where you have to learn them, like learn who they are and their their learning style, because it helps you develop more as a teacher. And how was your trip to Japan out of curiosity? I mean, so it, I it, know you get there for like a <laughs> short bit of time. Yeah, two, uh, two and a half years. It basically changed my life. Um, I never really wanted to go. I mean, I, I know a lot of people when they're younger watching anime or listening to Japanese music or whatever. They have this, you know, dream of Japan and going there. Uh, I didn't really have that. I didn't really care. I'm more of a homebody anyways. I just like to stay where I'm at and do my thing. But uh, it came to the point where I needed to push myself to grow more as a person because I was kind of doing the same thing that I had been doing for three, four years. Not that I didn't like it. I did. I managed a business for five years um but i needed to grow more and i needed to push myself and go outside of my box and i never really left the country and this would be my first time leaving the country and i would do it by myself and go to a, a foreign country where i i studied japanese a little bit but like that was years ago so i don't really remember anything so it was a really life-changing experience for sure i learned a lot about myself i grew a lot and I definitely recommend to everybody to do that. Uh, it doesn't have to be in the same format or the same place, but like do something that's kind of outside of your box, push yourself and, and really do it. You will learn a lot. Even if you fail, you will still learn something. Yep. So going back to Nexus, um, so let's talk about your projects. Um, but before we actually talk about it, um, do, 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 um, <clears throat> yeah, so since you've discussed how running a studio and doing all of this work, it could be, um, it's a huge responsibility and it could certainly be stressful, but it could also be a lot of fun. So um i guess before we actually do talk about the project so what's your best piece of advice like what are some of your biggest like the number one tips that you have for anybody who um whether they're create creating projects or you know running their own little studio what are some of the biggest like i don't want to say pros and cons but what are some of the big what's your best piece of advice that you want to give to anybody out there um who want to establish and run their own business, um, what would be like, um, um, just what to expect and what to watch out for? Like, um, so, because I know that once you start, you know, establishing your brand and your business, there's a lot of pitfalls that you could easily, like, just get trapped or just fall into. So, um, 
yeah, what would be just, you know, the best advice that you have for people who want to, you know, start their own projects and, you know, build their studio from the ground up? Not build it, but, like, who are just managing their own indie studio and whatnot? I would say uh, be prepared for anything <laughs> um, to the best of your ability. Um, a lot of things in the creative industry and in any industry in general are unpredictable. Um, and I'd say uh, one of the best things you can do is try to be prepared for almost any outcome uh, because uh, and also, you know, be prepared for, you know, both good and bad outcomes, because uh, sometimes, you know, things happen that you don't expect and they can be either good or bad. Um, you know, and, uh, don't, uh, don't be afraid to take risks. Um, a lot of, uh, where I, w when it comes to where I am at currently, a lot of, you know, uh, what happened is, uh, I took risks, a lot of risks. Uh, some of them panned out, some of them didn't, uh, and that's going to happen. You know, the, there are going to be times where you take a risk and you, uh, you know, uh, don't get the expected or, uh, preferred outcome. Um, and you can't really let that get to you. Uh, there are going to be a lot of times where, you know, things uh, seem like they are, you know, not the best. Um, but as long as you kind of keep believing, you know, uh, in what you're doing uh, and, uh, you know, try your best, uh, eventually you'll see results. Uh, it took me four years or I guess maybe three and a half years at this point to get to where I am currently. Um, and uh, it took a lot of trial and error. And I'd say... Um, you know, now that I'm where I'm at, you know, I'm grateful to be where I'm at, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, the creative industry is going to be um, about who you know, because um, that's another thing. Networking, it's your best friend um, in the creative industry. Um, I hate to say this because I'm sure a lot of people have heard this before and I don't really uh, I, I don't really like this fact, but it's true um, in this industry. It's not about what you know entirely all the time, it's about who you know. Um, so networking is also one of the best things that you can really do. Try to surround yourself with people um, who are very knowledgeable about the industries that you're working in um, and try to, you know, work with, uh, you know, uh, people that, um, you know, uh, are already uh, really involved in the industries that you're working in. Um, and that can really also be very helpful. Um, like, uh, I'd say... A lot has gone wrong and a lot has also, you know, gone as planned. Um, but, you know, the best thing you can really do is try to be prepared for um, anything and also, you know, be willing to take chances. Um, like one of the best decisions I ever made um, is um, befriending um, uh, a friend of mine and also someone who I work with who is a colleague, uh, a man by the name of Carl Kind Valencia. Um, he is the head of our Philippines-based animation studio, Couscous Studio. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I did is um, I saw what he was doing with his animation studio that he was trying to get up and running. And, uh, you know, I noticed that uh, what we were doing kind of aligned. We already, we both wanted to be able to produce animation and work on, you know, very uh, amazing projects and see them through to the end. And, you know, uh, we had a voiceover talent pool, which, you know, was in its infancy at the time. It wasn't what it is today. Um, but we kind of saw that, you know, we had, um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of different interests that kind of aligned. Um, and I, you know, approached them. I said, hey, I, I see what you're doing here. You know, we're already working together on a project. 
um, would you be interested in, in partnering and, you know, kind of seeing what we can do together? Because uh, I think that if we were to partner and, uh, you know, uh, merge, then we'd be able to grow much quicker than, uh, you know, if we were both doing it on our own. And uh, it was definitely a very risky decision to make at the time. Um, but it worked out, you know, Carl is a very talented individual, you know, um, and I enjoy working with him and, uh, you know, uh, both Couscous and Network Nexus Studios have grown a lot, uh, since then. And, you know, I, I think one of the things that helped us grow is the fact that, you know, I decided I'd take that risk, um, and, you know, that he also decided that he'd take that risk in believing in me and, uh, a lot, uh, believing that we'd be able to get this far, um, because, you know, at the time, uh, we were very small and, I wouldn't blame them for, you know, uh, thinking that, you know, there was, um, that things would not work out. <laughs> um, and I'm sure he probably did, you know, believe that, uh, you know, there was a chance that things wouldn't work out, um, as planned, but, you know, um, I wouldn't blame him if he did. <laughs> um, but, you know, luckily things did work out, uh, and, you know, we're still growing, you know, we still have quite a ways to go, but, uh, you know, a lot of what's going to happen, you know, not just in this industry, but you know, as a business owner, one of the uh, things that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to take risks, uh, be prepared for almost anything, and you're going to have to be able to network with as many people as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, if you can do those three things, uh, you know, there's uh, sure a lot of other things, you know, uh, that you should also know and be able to do. But I'd say those are probably uh, three very important things that can definitely help you uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, you know not only building a business, um, but also, you know, trying to uh, grow inside of the creative industry in general. Um, I'd say that, um, you know, those are very important things and, you know, it uh, helped me get this far. Uh, so, you know, I hope it can help someone else uh, get to this point as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, those are definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah what would are, you say? Yeah, those are all really good points. Uh, and definitely you have to take risks. Um, I would say stay organized or be organized. Be as organized as you can because it's mm -hmm. going to save you a lot of time. I'm a pretty organized person, but I recently found out that if I was a little more uh, particular and detailed about certain things, I could have saved myself a little bit more time and made things a little easier for myself and mm -hmm. other people. So yeah. definitely being as organized as possible is going to help you save time. Yeah, um, that's, and then yeah, for sure. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I completely agree with that, and I'd say uh, just to add on to that, <laughs> be organized as possible from day one. Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's that's what point. I was gonna say. Like from the beginning, <laughs> as much as you can, make a system that is going to work for you and other people. That way, exactly. you stick to that, and everybody can be on the same page, and you won't have to lose time looking for this and that, and fixing this and that. Yeah. And money. <laughs> you, you don't want to lose time or money. Um, like the thing is, um, a lot of studios and a lot of companies, uh, one of the things that they suffer from from day one is they're either unorganized or they don't plan ahead with, you know, certain mm -hmm. things. And they, uh, you know, it, it screws them over in the long run, because if you don't really plan out a lot of the things that you're going to do um, and you, you know, are you, you're not careful, you know, let's say um, let's say, for instance, you're starting a business, you don't have an accountant. Um, or bookkeeper and you know th that can really screw you over in the in the long run or let's say you just don't have a very organized system and then uh, you know now later on you've started your business and now everything is disorganized and you're going to have to take the time to actually create an organized system and try to you know untangle this mess that has been created 
uh, because you haven't had that system from day one. I'd say mm-hmm. those are two things you should definitely, uh, you know, be very adamant on. Like, I'd say uh, the reason why NNS has also been able to grow as uh, much as it has is, um, and you can disagree with me on this, uh, Anthony, it's up to you, but um, one of the things that we really try to do is be as organized as we possibly could from day one and make sure that we had uh, a lot of things in place to allow us to be able to, uh, you know, focus on growing. Because if you have organization from day one, it'll definitely, you know, make sure that you don't have problems down the line. I'd say there are still, of course, you know, issues and, you know, problems. There are always going to be, you know, things that are oversights and, you know, that are hard to kind of predict. But I'd say, at least with NNS, for the most part, um, we kind of had a lot of organization from day one, which has also been very helpful. I mean, you can disagree with me. Do you disagree? I mean, I, I would agree with that. And I would add on top of that, that when you guys realized that there was a better way or to improve upon it, you did. You took the time to do it right away so that things would be better and easier for everybody else who came exactly. in later. Because yeah, I, I remember when I joined, like things were changing and things were being added. And then when a few more people joined after that, you know, more organization and more uh, things that weren't in place were getting put in place. So it was really good to see that happen. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. I think that's also another good point. Um, If you're getting started in this industry or in any industry in general, um, I'd say this is a hard one for a lot of people as well. But don't be afraid to hear people out. (laughs) Uh, Because a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, it's my way or the highway. You know, it's got to it's got to be done a specific way. Uh, And I think, you know, there's a little bit of merit to that. But I think you should also hear people out, you know, if they have, you know, suggestions or uh, you know, different things that they think can be, you know, worked on to improve your comp- uh, company or business. Because even mm-hmm. if they're a lower level employee, they could be a janitor. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that if you hear them out, they may have a good idea that could mm-hmm. save you millions of dollars. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that you should definitely hear people out no matter, you know, what uh, level they are in, you know, the hierarchy or however your company is built. You should definitely hear people out because I think a lot of problems that, you know, NNS has had over the years, um, you know, were very easily solved simply because people, you know, came to us and they said, hey, this is something that can be improved upon or this mm-hmm. is something that we can do differently. Uh, to allow us to be more efficient. And we heard them out, you know, we said, okay, we agree. We, uh, you know, think that this is um, a a very good, um, you know, way to, uh, you know, help us out. And even if they tell you something and it's, you know, a little, and it's not helpful at all, and it's not a good idea, Mm -hmm. at the very least, the only thing you've lost is like five minutes. (laughs) It it doesn't hurt. And you've also secured, you know, confidence in the way that you're doing it and saying, you know, that, that's a good idea, but it's not going to work because we have something better. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think that that's another thing. Like um, a lot of people um, when they're starting out, you know, they uh, I actually already made that point, actually. Never mind. Um, but I was just going to basically <laughs> say, like, uh, hear people out. You know, that's that's my main point. Um, just hear people out. Listen to what they have to say, because they may surprise you. You know, they may actually have something really interesting to bring to the table. Um, And, you know, no matter what uh, it is, you know, I think that everyone, no matter, you know, what the person is, they always have something interesting to bring to the table. Um, Whether they know it yet or not uh, is not always the case. But I think that every single individual can always, uh, you know, uh, find something that they're, you know, useful in and able to help out with. I think that, you know, um, if Mm -hmm. you're a person who uh, wants to get into the creative industry, but you don't know where to start, 
um, I can tell you right now, you'll probably find something eventually. <laughs> oh, for sure. And this is a perfect uh, segue into my second piece of advice, which is focus on your strengths. Do what you do well and hone in on that. For things that you're not so good at, have somebody else do because somebody else is going to have that strength, just like we were talking about. There's something exactly. that everybody can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So don't try to do everything. And if it's not your forte, leave it to somebody who can do it better and understands it better. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like a lot of people, they're afraid to ask for help, um, you know, and they are afraid to, you know, talk to other people and be like, I don't know how to do this thing. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I actually, uh, this is something that I think, you know, Anthony, you can attest to. I encourage, you know, people, uh, you know, asking for help from other people if they don't know how to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something I do very often. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. not, not in a bad way, in a good way. Like, <laughs> okay. if you don't uh, know something, you want to know it. You want to learn how to do it. How does it work so that okay. you can be understanding uh, of it? Yeah, yeah, Anthony, you have me there for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I completely think that, you know, uh, that, that's why I say, like, surround yourself with people that are knowledgeable about, you know, your industry or about other industries. Um, because a lot a lot of times you're not going to know everything. You're, you, you are not going to know every single thing and you don't have to act like you do. Uh, there are people that are more knowledgeable about you than topics because they've been working in industries for years there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong with uh, having to ask for help every now and then um, and having to ask for a little bit of advice or having to you know say I don't know how to do this can you help me Uh, because you know people the people around you are going to be the people that help you get to where you are because they are going to be the people that you know will help you (laughs) Um, so it's very important that you know, uh, you, you utilize the people around you and you, you know, ask them um, for, you know, assistance if you need it, because they're your resources, you know, um, they're going to be your number one resource. So don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, don't uh, try to act like a macho man and, you know, say I can do it myself, even though you can't <laughs> uh, be able to ask for help and, you know, uh, be able to, you know, uh, be OK with, um, you know, being wrong sometimes because you're not always going to be right either. Um, one of the things that you're going to have to do, um, especially if you're, you know, the head of a company is swallow your pride. Uh, you're not always going to be correct. You're not always going to be, uh, in the right. You know, sometimes you're going to make mistakes and that's going to happen. That can't be helped. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing that matters is if you can recognize that you're in the wrong, recognize that you've made a mistake and correct it. Um, and be able to, you know, work with the people around you to be able to uh, ensure that you're doing the best job you possibly can. Because, you know, there will be times where you're going to be incorrect or you're going to, uh, you know, be wrong. uh, And people are going to, uh, you know, uh, tell you that. And it's not going to be easy to hear, but it's true, you know, sometimes. And you got to hear people out. Like I said earlier, hear people out. It's very important. Um, Because sometimes, you know, people, you know, are, are the people around you are sometimes correct. And, um, you know, and uh, it's always great to hear them out, no matter what. Uh, I'm going on a rant at this point, so uh, we'll we'll go on to the next thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm. Oh, Oh, um, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt if you were still talking. No, I I was done. Okay, yeah, because I do want to talk about the project. So um, 
I'm looking at your website. You've done quite a prolific because, um, yeah, you've done guys. Yeah. I just got your word cut out for you. That's for sure. Resume yeah. and portfolio. Um, cause let's see here. You've done, um, yeah, Heather's and, um, the one that you're working on right now is clutch and, uh, you know, a couple of other ones like ready, steady rumble. And in one second. And Death by Chili, and just numerous of other ones that just you guys are collaborating with different creators, and um, you know you're doing all of this stuff. So, um, of course, yeah. Out of each and every single one of the projects that I've listed, or any more that you've done over the years, um, which ones have been the most fun to work on? And uh, <laughs> yeah, just talking about the whole production history and just the whole behind the scenes, um, you know, just stories just fun memories of working on all of these projects of working well, with the you know with your clients and um since that's also also something else to talk about um maintaining good working and just fun establishing great relationships and networking and social and like you said it's networking is who you know and just developing cultivating relationships with your clients and you know, with your actors and just your career in general. So, um, which ones have been the most fun to work on? And just let's hear about the whole behind the scenes history behind each and every single one of the projects that you're working on, you've completed, and even some that you might, yeah, I'm not sure if you could really discuss about the ones that you're, that are currently uh, yeah. in the so just, Yeah, just talk about the, yeah, ones that you're, that is yeah. actually out right now. So the I'm gonna knows so far. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you. There is so much that is being worked on right now behind the scenes that we have not even announced or can't even announce. <laughs> um, in, like I'd say, like right now, for a lot of people, it does kind of look like a, a drought uh, when it comes to content since Clutch is you know currently in production, but you know there's not really much to really talk about with clutch since it's in production right now <laughs> is it gonna be done uh, soon i think it's, it's soon yeah but not until then there's not really much else to really you know i think the majority of it is like wrapping yeah, most up, of it right? most of it is is done right now yeah yeah uh I, I think we have like janice working on like a few more things right now <laughs> okay um but uh like for the for the most part like i'd i have to say the most fun project to work on without a doubt happened Oh, excuse me. Without a doubt, it has to be uh, Clutch Cobalt Story, mm -hmm. um, our most recent project. Mostly because it's probably our, I won't say, I guess I can say it's our largest project to date that's, you know, public. <laughs> um, it, it's been very fun, you know, working on it, being able to build the community around it, because Clutch has an insane community uh, mm -hmm. around it of people that are just super happy about it and super interested in it. And that's been great to see. I, I love seeing the things that we work on actually uh, you know, interest people. Um, you know, there's also other projects that are in the works right now, but like not much is happening because we're just waiting on things. Cause like I said, most of this industry is the waiting game. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, ready, steady rumble, a project I'm super excited for. Um, it's going to be a 2.5 D beat em up game. Um, and we've had a, you know, bit of announcements here and there about it. Um, but, um, it's in production right now. Um, but we should hopefully be having some new announcements about it uh, very soon. But Clutch has been really the main, like, uh, flagship project as of right now. Um, it's a great project, has a stellar cast. Oh, my God. They're so talented. 
Um, Kennedy's great. Um, you know, it's a very creative uh, project overall. Great story, great writing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I love everything about it. It's incredible, honestly. I, I can't it's wait hilarious. to... It's hilarious. Oh, it's, 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 oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> I can't wait to work with Kennedy on more because uh, obviously yeah, Pudge is just the beginning. Um, we're we're going to be doing a lot. Um, but um, essentially, there's, there's a lot that we've kind of worked on as well. Like there's other projects that Couscous have also worked on. There's Death by Chili, uh, Moksharfi, uh, I, I butchered the pronunciation of that. Uh, volume uh, two, uh, which is a trailer for an ebook. Um, you know, there's a uh, Carl uh, Carl Valencia's Ikai, um, which is currently in production. I are we allowed to talk I, about it? I don't know if I am, so I'm gonna be quiet. But I'm just gonna say don't it's say anything something else. that exists. Yep, we're we're, we're leaving it there. <laughs> um, but it's it's gonna be very fun. Um, for sure, I can't say much um i'm really looking forward to that one yeah it's 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 gonna be great i can't wait until i can say more about it um actually i guess i can i can say a little bit i i can't say much because there's still things that are iffy about it um that i can't uh, really announce but it's really going to be focusing on filipino culture uh it's one of the things we're really going to be doing with that project i can't say much else about that but it's going to be a very whimsical beautiful film as far as i know <laughs> um that's all i can say i'm uh, leaving it at careful. that yep we're, we're leaving it at that that's that's all we're saying that's 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 all we're gonna say uh there, there's a little teaser okay for for those who are interested <laughs> um but uh yeah there's other projects in the works um there's of course another project i can't say much about so i'm keeping my lips <laughs> but the project i mentioned earlier that is the uh indie like passion project of mine that I've been working on for three years at this point <laughs> um, that was the project that started it all mm -hmm. um, that I'm very excited about that I can't say anything about <laughs> um, but it's a it's a very great uh, project overall um, it's yeah, I wish I could say more but I can't uh, maybe in the future when we uh, actually have a lot of these projects mm -hmm. announced and uh, we actually are doing a bit more of in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can come back here and we can actually talk about some of these projects a little bit more. <laughs> um, but Clutch has been an incredible project to work on. You can kind of see a lot of the behind the scenes uh, videos um, online, actually, because we posted quite a bit of the you know making of that project. Uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff is public. Um, you know, the Kickstarter project. It was a it was a big risk. You know, we didn't know if it was going to work out. You know, it, it was. Uh, quite a bit of money we were trying to raise you know twenty two thousand uh, dollars was raised in the in the in the end we actually wanted to see if we could kind of push for more because uh, there was initially um this was only really announced inside of the uh, our uh, investor report the nexus report that we had um but essentially um we um were planning on actually uh eventually if we actually reached a stretch goal which was very high, and I wasn't expecting us to really get there, but if we did, we would have had a Clutch Cobalt Story animated series animated by Ashley Nichols' team, <laughs> which would have been sick. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that it never happened. Well, but, yeah. I mean, there's no, I mean, there's still a possibility that something like that could happen after this comes out. You know, if maybe if, it if we well, I mean, yeah, but we'd have to raise more money. <laughs> yeah, but um, we'll see. But 
Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely. It's something that would definitely be very interesting. Um, I would love to be able to work with Ashley Nichols's team eventually. That'd be incredible. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, um, that was actually something that was planned uh, in, in uh, at one point um, with Clutch, but it never really got that far. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not complaining, you know, I'm happy that we were able to raise the amount that we were able to raise for it. Um, and I'm really excited to see how this audio drama is going to turn out. I've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff. I've seen some of the stuff that Kennedy has been showing me behind the scenes here and there. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm very excited. Um, mm -hmm. And honestly, I just love all of the things that we've been able to work on over the years. Um, there's so much, like, I, I, I know, like you were saying, like looking at our website, we've worked on a lot. Trust me, this is only the beginning. <laughs> uh, there is so much in the works that we can't even really talk about. Like, Heathers, you mentioned that. That is a project in the works right now, kind of. <laughs> um, I can't even say much about it yet, because um, there's a lot that's planned to happen with that. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's iffy about that that we can't really talk about yet. Uh, it's a very ambitious project. Uh, you know, we hope it will even happen. <laughs> um, but uh, if it does, you know, it'll definitely be very interesting uh the creator who is oh i guess i can't really say creator the director uh lucia uh she's incredible oh my gosh she's so creative um such a great writer um and uh director and i uh look forward to being able to work with her she's always uh been a pleasure to work with um on everything she's actually helping out with ikai but i can't talk about that anymore so i'm i'm gonna distance myself from that a little bit uh, <laughs> since that's not fully announceable <laughs> yet um but there's a lot that we're working on. Um, I, uh, I would, I would announce something else, but I don't know if I can. I would have to talk to Kennedy Phillips first. Um, but I, all I will say is, Clutch, a Cobalt story is just the beginning. We yes. do have uh, some other stuff planned afterwards that I can't announce yet, um, and I'm not going to say anything about yet because I don't know if I can, <laughs> um, and I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to mess. Uh, I don't. I don't want to mess anything up or anger Kennedy. <laughs> um, so I'm going to keep my lips sealed. Um, but Clutch Cobalt story. If any of you uh, out there are watching it or excited for it, trust me. This is just the beginning. We have very ambitious plans with um, some other stuff in the future surrounding Clutch, and also it's uh, you know a series that it's based off of Magus Elgar. Um, so you know uh, Kennedy will be announcing some stuff eventually. Um, I will leave that to him, not me. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, there's a lot that we kind of have planned. Um, I, I uh, would say more, but a lot of what we're working on is currently in development. Um, but I will take this time to say um, to anyone out there, because I know a lot of creatives do listen to your podcast. Um, to anyone out there, if you actually, you know, need, uh, would like to request our services, um, and have us work on something uh, that you're working on. We all, we have open invites <laughs> to creatives who, uh, you know, obviously want to work with us. Um, you know, we work on a very large amount of services. Network Texas Studios um, works on, you know, voiceover, um, you know, uh, composition, sound design. We also have, you know, subsidiaries that also work on different things like multimedia graphic design, animation. Um, you know, there, uh, there's a lot of things that we really uh, do. So. You know, uh, I just want to take the time to say if anyone out there, you know, any of you creatives that are trying to get into this industry or getting started, you know, you have an indie project, you have a project that's a little bit bigger than that, you have a project that's even maybe a little bit smaller than that, you know, 
uh, contact us <laughs> uh, and you can work with us or we can work with you. You know, we definitely are very open to that. You know, um, I thought I'd take this time to kind of mention that since I know a lot of creatives uh, out there that are looking to get started in this industry, listen to this podcast. So, um, yeah, uh, we, we're always open to working with creatives. We love working with creatives. It's it's the reason I started that Works Nexus Studios to work with creatives. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sorry. Was that allowed? I'm, I'm allowed to say that, right, Robert? That's fine. Not good enough. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I didn't know if I was allowed to advertise at all. So, <laughs> I mean, look, look, uh, look, Anthony. Like, people are allowed to self-promote and self-plug, or just you know, um, sell themselves out on my podcast. It's totally okay. fair game. Okay, good. It's it's fair game to sell out. I don't. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to sell out and then find out that I, I am I'm doing something that is not allowed. Um but yeah no uh I, I know that Yeah he'll just service... delete this part from the recording. Yeah he he would just he would just edit <laughs> edit this entire part out. <laughs> um but uh, yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> uh doing some some Kira Kira stuff. <laughs> um but yeah no um I, I definitely uh just wanted to say that since I know a lot of creatives listen to this podcast and would probably benefit from our services. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, what else would you like to discuss, Robert? Hmm, let's see. Um, so you've already talked about... Because oh, I wait, know you talked I, about I should, your cots. I'm sorry? One, one moment. Um, another thing you were actually asking about, um, uh, some of the projects we've worked on before, I should mention this. Um, sure. there's actually <laughs> a, a, a short video uh by the name of meat couscous that we actually produced quite a while ago um that actually goes into um you know how couscous studio was started um and kind of what you know oh, it's actually my next out. question yes <laughs> <laughs> so um you know if you actually want to you know see uh you know a little bit about how couscous was started you can actually watch meat couscous it's um not that long it's it's let me see how long it is it's uh uh it is, I can't see that. Uh, it is exactly, okay, one moment. <laughs> um, it is four minutes, it's five minutes actually. So it's it's not that long, you know, if you just wanna see how Kuzku Studio was started, you know, it's a very short uh, video that kind of goes into that process. It was shown during our Nexus report. Um, it's it's very great. And we also have like a few other behind the scenes, uh, you know, videos that I also mentioned, like uh, we have, you know, making the voiceover of Clutch Cobalt Story, which is a video we actually released a month ago that literally goes into the process of recording the voiceover for Clutch, which it, it's a great video. I definitely recommend it for anyone who is looking to get in a voiceover um, or is interested in just the voiceover that we do because it kind of goes in the that uh, process. We actually, um, I believe we flew out a few of the VAs uh, to actually record um, the voiceover over uh, in person in uh, at Melody Gun, which is a studio in LA. Um, so that was really great. Um, you know, we had a bit of live direction from Kennedy. It was, it was really great. Um, but a lot of the other stuff was recorded remotely. Um, so of course, you know, we, we are a remote studio, so we 
we record remotely uh, voiceover, but we also, um, you know, uh, are able to uh, record in studio if that's something we need. We have a, access to a few different studios and such uh, that we can do that at. So it, it's it, there's a lot we kind of are able to do with that. Um, but yeah, like we have we have a on our YouTube channel, we have quite a few different videos that you can really watch to see behind the scenes. Like we have a few um, animatic um, behind the scenes uh, things for some of our past animations. Uh, we have some sneak peeks for projects. Like you can see a four minute sneak peek for Ready Steady Rumble. So, um, you know, uh, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff can kind of be explained a lot better in those videos that actually show off a lot of those behind the scene things better than, you know, me actually just explaining it. <laughs> uh, for those who are interested and want to learn more about our company and, you know, you can look into it uh, there personally, if you'd like. <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> I just want to make sure that I, you know, you two don't get in trouble for, you know, breaking, like, um, breaching NDA. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> oh, of course. No, like, uh, everything I just talked about is public. I just literally talked about everything on our YouTube channel. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I if, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anything uh, that is. Yeah. Uh, because my next question is, when it comes to recruiting people, um, whether it be, <clears throat> like, you have a lot of services. So um, when it comes to recruiting people, like, um, you put out a casting call for just anything in general, um, what are some of the main qualities or what are some of the main, like, um, I guess, qualifications that you're most, that you're mainly looking for when it comes to um, having more people on your talent roster or just hiring people to be a part of your team. What are some of the biggest things that you look for when it comes to like having new members on Network Nexus Studios? So it really depends on the service. Um, like for instance, for animation, that's or, or concept art or <clears> something <throat> like that. That would be something we look at your demo reel or your portfolio. Um, and of course your resume as well, but those are the main thing. Uh, but we mainly, prioritize portfolios and um, demo reels because we can kind of see, um, you know, what uh, an animator or, you know, concept artist um, is capable of from that. Um, so it's much better than looking at a resume because a lot of people, sometimes they get started in the industry and they haven't worked on anything yet. Um, one of my goals with Network Nexus Studios was to allow it to be kind of a way for people to get started if they, you know, haven't worked in the industry yet. Because getting started in this industry is very difficult, I know from experience. <laughs> um, so I wanted to be able to make a studio that allows uh, for people who are trying to get started to be able to, you know, have an easy way of entry if they're, you know, qualified. So, you know, we kind of look at their demo reel, their portfolio. We look to see, like, uh, you know, their animation quality, their art quality to see what they're capable of uh, through that. Um, you know, for graphic design, we're a bit more strict. We may actually uh, see if you have a, uh, you know, uh, graphic design background. We may look at, you know, also probably your portfolio, but we would also probably see if you have a degree, um, you know, uh, but, you know, that's not something we always do. We actually have a partnership with a university um, based in Florida by the name of First Institute. Um, they actually provide us with a lot of um, interns and, you know, graduates um, from their school. They are a film school, but they also specialize in teaching things like graphic design and different things like that. So that's another uh, place where we actually get a lot of uh, new uh, interns and new people um, who are, you know, employees and different things like that. Um, 
So that's another way. Um, but you know, it, it really depends on the service. Like um, for voiceover, I can actually like, cry. Oh, sorry, pardon me, Anthony. Um, explain um, you know uh, what uh, he kind of looks for in you know uh, a, a voiceover uh, artist because I know that he is uh, the one that actually uh, is the one that you know is really looking at a lot of these uh, you know artists and vetting them to make sure that they are you know. Uh, I don't want to say competent voice actors, but that they're, you know, good at what they do. So, mm -hmm. uh, Anthony, I'll actually let you talk about the voiceover section. Yeah, for voiceover. Um, I mean, we get a lot of submissions. I have them not every day, but like um, every other day, a few here and there. Definitely a handful every week. But um, what I'm looking for and what I want to hear is... Well, first, you have to have the basics. Like, we have to know that if you're going to be doing remote recording, that you have a good setup, a good mic, good quality sound. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, top of the top, but at least usable and clear, clean recording. Uh, then from there, I mostly will listen to the demo. And when I'm listening to the demo, I just want to hear what you have. Uh, I want to hear a genuine performance i want to feel something from what you're giving whatever the characters are um i mean we have people who can do you know everything so you don't have to have like some specific specialty or a certain quality to your voice the main thing that i want to hear is that you can perform you can act and you can make me feel something from what you're giving uh, you don't have to have the prettiest voice because personally, I don't care. I don't care what your voice sounds like. I care more about what you can make people feel and where you can take people and where you can take people, like the places that you can go. Because uh, a good voice is nice, but there are plenty of good voices out there. Yeah. Um, like, and, and, and if I may interrupt, apologies. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I just want to add. A lot of like voice actors who are starting, one of the things that gets them really confused is uh, you the voice part. <laughs> like a lot of people, um, you know, think that oh, I can do a great impression of this, so I can be a voice actor, or I have a great voice, so I can be a voice actor. And you know, that's kind of true. But at the end of the day, the thing is, uh, you can have an incredible voice. Mm -hmm. um but if you can't act it doesn't mean much <laughs> like uh, there's a reason it's called voice acting you know you have to have uh you know uh you can have a voice but you also have to be able to act you know uh, uh, uh the whole point of voice acting is being able to uh portray a character and you can have you know a great voice for a character but if you can't actually act it doesn't really mean much mm -hmm. um so i'd say um when it comes to voice acting something that is just super important is being able to act like you can have the voice part down but if you can't act like you can have a great setup great voice uh you know you can be uh you, you can sound like morgan freeman <laughs> uh but if you can't act it means nothing and that's something that's really hard for a lot of voice actors starting out to hear but at the end of the day like i hate to say this but your voice doesn't matter <laughs> like uh it's your acting that matters that is the main thing that is going to get you work. I mean, I guess it's mm -hmm. a bit different for commercial voiceover work, but even then, it's still about acting. Yeah, but if um, you listen to a lot of the commercial stuff nowadays, 
They don't want to hear, uh, you know, pristine, beautiful voice. They want to hear a real person because exactly. who are they marketing to? They're marketing to real people, relatable people. So just be you, be your person because your person is going to resonate with many people out there. Exactly. Like even if you're doing commercial work, like people are still going to want to be able to hear your voice and hear an individual, mm -hmm. uh, not just hear someone speaking into the mic being like, yeah. buy our product. Exactly. Today. That's, that's <laughs> decades, decades old. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, that's one of the great things that we really look for when it comes to uh, voice actors, not just a voice. We want to make sure you can act. <laughs> and that's especially, really... especially another thing is diversity. Like if you have something, if you, you know, have a culture or a heritage or a language that is you, like we, we love it. We accept everything and we want more of everything from all around the world. Like we have talent internationally. So anybody's yeah. welcome. We are an international company. We do not discriminate. <laughs> uh, we prefer, uh, well, we don't prefer, but we're, we're, we welcome people uh, from different nationalities with open arms because uh, sometimes we may have a client, you know, that contacts us and they're like, hey, uh, we want, you know, a specific uh, person of a specific ethnicity um, for, off, uh, for, for the sake of authenticity, um, for specific product or for, uh, mm -hmm. specific projects. And, you know, if we don't have those actors who actually, you know, are from those backgrounds, then, you know, we have to just tell the client, I'm sorry, we don't have that. <laughs> so, you know, we definitely are fine with everything. And we love uh, being able to see, you know, people of different nationalities uh, entering our talent pool because it definitely uh, opens us up to different, um, you know, opportunities and opens the door uh, wide open. And we also love to be able to provide anyone from around the globe um, with work um, in the VO space. <laughs> Excuse me, because I believe that anyone um, of, you know, no matter what your background is, you should be able to uh, be in the creative industry. Um, I think it's very sad that it's very hard to get into the creative industry for people who are just starting out. And that's, you know, one of the things that I definitely want to be able to help out with with Network Nexus Studios and why we also are usually very, very accepting of, you know, whoever uh, wants to enter our, uh, you know, studio. You know, of course, if they are qualified you know we vet every single person that enters our studio um but we you know do want to help creatives get into the industry that's one of the things that we definitely try mm -hmm. to help out with um like actually if you go to uh i just want to say this as well like uh you're asking like how people actually can uh you know apply for network nexus studios uh we actually have a mostly automatic application process um so you don't have to like email us ask oh actually i guess if you're doing voiceover i think you do actually have to email but um if you go to networktexasstudios.com slash careers um there are directions for how you can actually apply for a voiceover talent pool um and uh for everything else there are actually automatic um you know uh, uh i don't want to say surveys but um applications that you can kind of do online to apply for any of our studios um you know be it network texas studios network texas entertainment network texas design cosmic latte studio Cusco studio any of them um, you know, you can actually apply at networkingstudios.com slash careers, or you can just go to our website, click on careers, and then go to open positions, and you can kind of see everything that we have to offer. So, um, you know, um, anyone that's kind of looking to get into the industry or is already in the industry and, you know, you're looking to work at, you know, Network Nexus Studios, um, you know, that's a way you can actually uh, enter. Uh, well, I don't want to say enter, but apply. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, also earlier, we mentioned people 
that may want to, you know, uh, request our services, you know, and work with us. Um, if you also are interested in that, you can go to our service list um, on our website, um, and you can actually see all of the different services um, that we are able to provide. Um, it goes through every single service we provide. It's it's literally like a menu. <laughs> um, so you'll be able to kind of see everything that we're able to offer and see if we're able to do something for you or for your project. So yeah, that's also something I wanted to briefly mention. Um, yeah, sorry, a bit more uh, self, uh, self, self promo, you know, <laughs> uh, apologies, Robert. <laughs> And that is certainly a lot to unpack and you know, your brains into. <laughs> yeah, apologies. That, that, that is a, a lot at once. <laughs> yeah. So what are the pros and cons of having a social media presence? Well, <laughs> uh, I think Anthony can better answer that question because I actually don't really have one. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to get your name out there and get people interested. And the more that you can post related to, you know, what you're doing, the more people will be interested. And the more that your project, when it releases, will be able to reach people. Exactly. So obviously, it's it's just something you have to have. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's also goes back to our point earlier, you know, networking. Um, you know, the more people that know about you, the more people that you can interact with and the more people that, you know, could potentially help you in the future. So um, that's another reason why it's very important to market yourself. Um, you know, uh, uh, I have a bit of a marketing background myself. You know, uh, one of the things that we did with Network Nexus Studios, um, you know, very early on is social media marketing. That's really how we got our name out there a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be very beneficial to be able to do that. Um, you know, same with Clutch. You know, the reason why Clutch was able to grow as much as it was very quickly is because we did a lot of social media marketing, um, you know, on, uh, you know, on uh, Twitter, uh, a little bit on Reddit, you know, Discord. Uh, a lot of these different social media platforms are great, especially if you're getting, you know, a project up and running through Kickstarter like we did with Clutch. Um, that can be very useful, um, a very useful tool to be able to get your name out there or get your project's name out there because uh, people are usually looking for stuff like that on the, those platforms. <laughs> if, if you know the right place to look, you can really uh, market yourself and, you know, get a presence um, online. Um, through a lot of these social media platforms, uh, you know, um, I, 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 I use social media for Network Nexus Studios and for, you know, different projects. Uh, aside from that, I don't really have a social media presence myself, but I can definitely see why a person would, you know, especially mm -hmm. if they're trying to get a project off the ground. Um, you know, it can definitely be a very useful tool when it comes to uh, people getting to, uh, you know, uh, know a creative or, um, you know, getting to know their project. Um, and it can also just be a great way to connect with other creatives and, uh, you know, really showcase a, a creative project or a talent that you may have, whether that's animation, voiceover, anything like that. Yeah, and the cons, of course, there's always going to be trolls, but you'll just have to deal with that. And, yeah. um, oh, there's another con that I thought of. And there's also like people who are kind of weird, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, but, yeah, fans and different things like that. But, you know, <laughs> uh, and then the, another con would be just wasting time. Don't waste your time, you know, because you could spend a lot of time on social media, not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing, promoting your stuff 
and then you know you realize crap i've wasted an hour doing nothing but looking at <laughs> <True>. other people <laughs> so yeah that's definitely a con if you're you know busy trying to work on stuff just be careful that you don't spend too much time yeah and uh i don't know i, I was gonna say another one but i feel like i might be calling a few people out if i do <laughs> um i'd say I, I guess it doesn't really matter it depends on the person but for some people you may want to be careful you know what you're kind of doing on your social media <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i i'd say like uh you know you never know who's looking at your social media you know i've i've i i have to i don't have to say that but it's something i'd say for some people depending on what your career choice is just just be a bit careful you know like because i i've looked at a <laughs> i've i've worked with a few people and then i've looked at their social media and i've been like oh wow that's that's crazy <laughs> you know uh not to call anyone out you know but like uh you know just be careful what you're posting you, you never know who's looking <laughs> oh, yeah but i mean for me like your opinions and ideas are that your opinion and ideas if you can you know put that aside and work with people who have different opinions and ideas then i have no issue but it becomes oh. a problem when you're like causing problems because of those things you know what i mean i wasn't even talking about like opinions like political opinions and different things like that i was talking about like like for instance like uh, okay, I don't even know if I can talk about this on the podcast, but like looking at people's social medias and then just seeing them like retweeting hentai. Oh <laughs> yeah. I... Like <laughs> well, see, that's where you should maybe oh, have boy. like a a separate account. For yeah, your, that's like, what I meant. Like personal usage and exactly. then one for your professional usage. But that's that's what I was kind of talking. An about, NSFW you know? account. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a like a like a like a, a lot separate of people do account. Do have NSFW accounts. Exactly, you know, and 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 there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But like, if you're like on your main, you know, that you use for work, and you're just <laughs> out here retweeting, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a bit awkward sometimes as an employer, you know. Just just, yeah. just saying, you know, be a bit careful, guys. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, okay, it would be super awkward because, like, I know you guys. Um, yes, you have your, you have a company, and Anthony, I know that you cast and directed stuff and um if there's an actor you want to work with it would just be super awkward if you stumble onto their twitter and they retweet like um i don't know some inappropriate images that quite frankly should not even be on the internet internet in the first place i mean I'm just yeah i honestly don't even know if i would dig that far to even try to find that stuff no 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 no. i'm just saying (laughs) like let's be careful but you t- just think before you post exists they do I'm say not, like, that for reason. do like, you not, if that's your life do your life but it, just be aware that everybody might not be interested in that yeah, and I, appreciate I'm, it yeah i mean it's I'm, not I'm for not judging. i'll just say i'm this. not i'm not judging i'm not hating you know you guys do you okay i'm i'm just i'm talking specifically you guys <laughs> yeah, know just, who I'm you a, are I'm okay a, if that's your thing i'm like okay i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, i'm a head out i'm a <laughs> Bye. Like, going home. Like, all, like all you guys, you creatives, you know who you are, okay? I, I, I'm, I'm talking to you guys specifically, okay? I'm, I'm not hating, okay? I'm not mad, okay? I'm not judging. I'm we ain't hate. Come on, guys. We're not haters over here. No, we, we're, we're not judge. We're not judgmental, okay? Not I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, guys, be careful. Come on. Yeah. Where did this conversation? Where did we? I don't where know. Are we going I, with this? <laughs> hey, we said we were winging it, you know. <laughs> it's just yeah, where we true, ended up. True. <laughs> um, uh, 
Oh god, yeah. Um, let's see. I think we have time for a few more questions. And I would yeah, ask, course. like, what were some of your favorite things, like, just favorite pieces of media that really inspired you, that just kind of, you know, left an influence on your life and into your work? Um, but I know that the list would be a bit long for the both of you. <laughs> I mean, unless if you want to share just real quick, that would be nice. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I guess I'll start for once this time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, for me, um, my favorite uh, TV show that isn't an animation is actually Gilmore Girls. Um, that show is hilarious and really, I that's like my dream type of uh creative to thing to be on to be a part of because i love that type of you know realistic live grounded but quirky and funny like characters all interacting with each other really witty weird references all the time i love that show um my favorite animated show though is ghost in the show standalone complex that that show, when I was younger and first started watching it, I couldn't comprehend it. It was too intelligent for me at the time. But something about it, I still kept watching it because I wanted to understand. Uh, and this is like back when I was a kid. I wanted to understand what's going on. And I love the animation and I love the acting and I love the characters and I love, you know, what's going on here. But uh, as I got older and, and could understand more and more, I came to appreciate it a lot and something like that is also another dream job for me where i can work on something really highly you have to have like a really high intelligence of understanding all of what's going on the po politics um philosophy you know all of these subjects at a really high level i love digging into those types of subjects okay pd Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so as a director, I'd say I've had many influences. Um, I am someone who has always been a sucker for cinema. <laughs> I love cinema. Um, good cinema, specifically. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've always been infatuated with, uh, you know, different shows that are just. How do how do I put this? I I want to. I'm trying to basically put this in a way without talking about the show I'm working on, I guess, um, by accident. So I've I've always been infatuated with um, a lot of different, uh, I guess the best way I can put it is, this may seem like a cliche at this point, but my favorite uh, two shows at this point of all time would be Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I love specifically the cinematography, the incredible storytelling that is... I won't say flawless. There's no such thing as a flawless story, but the closest to flawless as you can really get. Um, and it just is something that has always been interesting to me. Um, there's also, you know, a lot of directors that I really just love that I think, you know, make incredible art. Like uh, there's this director, I'm not sure if either of you are familiar, but by the name of Bong Joon-ho. Um, he makes incredible Korean films. Um, and uh, a lot of the films that he makes, like every single... Um, Almost every single frame of some of his films just look like paintings, <laughs> uh, just because of how great the cinematography is, um, and they just look incredible. 
Um, and that's kind of, oh, it can be said for a lot of Korean cinema. I, I really love Korean cinema. There's a lot of great directors um, out there that really make a lot of great things. But um, I have a lot of different influences, honestly. Um, and it really depends on what part of Network Nexus we're really talking about. If we're talking about my influences, like for Couscous Studio, um, you know, working with Carl, I already know that like Carl, his main influencer, one of his main influences is, uh, you know, a lot of the work of Studio Ghibli and, uh, you know, a lot of different Japanese artists because he, he just has, and Carl is such a great artist and he just, oh my God, everything that he, a lot of the stuff that he makes is just really beautiful. And um, I can't wait to be able to put a lot of that to film um, in projects that I can't discuss yet. <laughs> um, but there's just a lot that really influences me when it comes to being a director. And like, there's, I can't really talk about the project that I'm working on right now that has been in development for four years, but all I will say is it's, um, it's interesting. It's definitely something that I feel if done correctly can be very unique. Um, and I hope to be able to show it off soon. <laughs> um, there's a lot that's really happening with it. And, um, a lot of different influences that I'm really taking, um, though it is technically an anime, and that is probably the most that you're going to get out of me about it. <laughs> um, a lot of the influences that I have um, for the show itself are not even really anime influences themselves. It's just a lot of different uh, great directors who uh, make a lot of great cinema. Uh, just I a lot of different... I, I feel like when it comes to just... Uh, the creative industry in general that's really the reason why i wanted to create a studio that specializes in multiple different services composition sound design animation voiceover because i have a very profound passion for every single one of these industries i think each of these you know moving parts can be an incredible part of a great machine when done correctly and can make something really special if you really know what you're doing and that's why I'm really happy to be working with a lot of the people that I do work with, like uh, Anthony and Kennedy Phillips and all of these other very talented creators, because I know for a fact that they know what they're doing. They have a great passion for what they do. And I know that at the end of the day, whenever we create something and, uh, you know, a lot of the things that we're creating, we have the potential to be able to create art. Not just, you know, a project that, you know, is a, a quick cash grab or a project that we're making just so we can get a buck. We're making something that can really be special and that can really, uh, you know, push the boundaries when it comes to, uh, you know, what is possible um, with, you know, uh, an independent studio, um, you know. Uh, and I really hope to be able to showcase a lot of what I'm talking about soon. <laughs> Because I know a lot of what I'm talking about are projects that are in development and haven't really been announced yet. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of different influences I take. Like you said, Robert, we could talk about a lot of different influences I have for hours. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, some of the things that I want to do with <laughs> my uh, creations for hours as well. Uh, but, you know, I'll save that for a later time when we come back, you know, and we actually can talk about some of the stuff we're working on. <laughs> um, so yeah. If you'd also like to give shout outs to the people you've worked with, just um, some of your favorite people, that would be the time to do so. Uh, well, obviously, Anthony Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, Kennedy Phillips, uh, I'd say uh, Janice Acevedo, um, Lucia Lobos Villa, 
um, who else? Uh, Sumi Woodside, great writer. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, Carl Kind Valencia, obviously. Uh, what am I? What am I doing? Um, and then there's also, oh my gosh, I I could I could go on for hours. There's so <laughs> many people. Um, uh, Risto Belovich, that that's actually a great comp, uh, great composer. Um, same with uh, Anthony Baden Sagers, an incredible composer. Um, oh my gosh, I, I, I there are too many people. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there's too many people. I'm not even gonna try to name any of them because there's just so many. Everybody, you know, everybody I've worked with, I've enjoyed working with them. Same here. <laughs> I I don't think there's there are very few people that I think in this industry that I ever uh, disliked working with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anthony, do you have a list? Uh, yeah, like I said, the list would just be too long, and <laughs> I'll just say everyone. What everyone I will say, I with. what I, what I will say is the entire Network Nexus Studios team, and yeah, uh, the team of any, <laughs> and the team of anyone who works at any of our subsidiaries as well. Um, Good answer. They are, they are. <laughs> okay, I know that's the obvious answer, and that that's that. <laughs> I'm not cheating, okay? I swear. It's true. I'm not just saying that. Every single person on my team is incredible. Um, I've enjoyed working with all of them. They're all extremely talented individuals, and I, uh, you know, love being able to work with each of them. Um, and it's 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 great. You know, I've I, I'm I'm very privileged. I'm very grateful to be able to work with each and every one of these people because not only have they helped me learn a lot. Um, but, you know, I think we've all kind of learned a lot and we've all been able to grow and, you know, really explore a lot of different creative projects through Network Nexus Studios. And I hope that this is only the beginning and I hope that we can go even further with that and work on so many other creative endeavors in the future. There's just so much we have planned. <laughs> hmm. So I guess this leads to an interesting question. Um have like any like dreams or like opportunities like if you have like any gigs that you'd like to work on something what would they be and how so specifically and um i guess i'll save this question for like as the last part but yeah um any dream stuff that you'd like to talk about that's mm -hmm. on your bucket list mm -hmm. so uh do you want to go first anthony I, or you can go first okay uh, with Network Nexus Studios, I have a lot of dreams. Um, like specifically the project I'm working on now, yeah. or yeah, aspirations. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, the project I'm working on now that I've been working on for three years at this point. That was the whole entire reason I started my company. I of course want to see that through to the end, and you know, actually at least get a pilot out. Um, that's one of my main goals. Another goal is actually um, one of the things that some people may not know about me is I have leukemia. I have uh, chronic myeloid leukemia, which is um, a rare form of blood cancer. And um, eventually, I hope to be able to start a charity um, to uh, help out um, with, uh, you know, uh, different uh, people like, I guess, teens, children going through, uh, you know, leukemia, you know, help their families be able to uh, afford medical bills and different things like that because it's very expensive especially for families that you know don't have insurance um you know i'd like to be able to use the platform that i have and uh you know the uh the company that i've been able to build uh built sorry the company i've been able to build uh for good 
Um, so I hope to eventually be able to start that charity. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hope that that's something that I can see through and uh, be able to, you know, help out other people through that. Um, another thing that I really want to do is, uh, you know, there's a lot of different projects that we want to really do. Um, I can't say much about Ikai, but one of the things I can say is we do plan on working with a charity um, to help with uh, climate change relief in the Philippines. That's one of the plans for that project right now um, to kind of help out with that as well. So there's a lot of charity work that I really want to be able to do with Network Nexus Studios. Uh, I want to be able to make a difference with the work that I do. I don't, uh, of course, I want to be able to make, you know, very special and creative and beautiful projects. But if I can also make a difference through those projects that I'm making at the same time, why, why won't I, why shouldn't I? <laughs> um, so that's another thing that I really want to do. I really want to be able to make a difference, help people out, um, you know, and, you know, be able to really do something special with what I'm doing, because I've been very privileged to be in the position that I'm in. Um, you know, this isn't something that, you know, and every person gets to be able to do being the CEO of a, you know, uh, of a multinational company. <laughs> uh, of course, we're still a startup, you know, we're not huge yet. Um, but, you know, still, this is great a great privilege to have. So I'd like to be able to use my platform for good um, and also be able to see a lot of the creative projects that I'm not only working on, but I know my team have also been trying to get off the ground, see those through to the end, like Ready, Steady, Rumble, another project we've been working on for a while that I know Quinn Allen, the you know head of that project, would like to see through. I want to see that project through to the end, you know, uh, Heather's Reloaded, you know, I'd like to be able to get that project off the ground, like everything we're working on. I'd like to see all of it be able to, you know, get off the ground, you know, and hopefully that will be able to happen. Um, and I hope that I can also really be able to make a difference with, um, you know, the work that I'm doing um, and be able to help people out in the process. That's really uh, something that I'd like to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, me too. Working with uh, all these projects that we have ongoing, I'm really excited to see them come together and do my part, which kind of hopefully will come sometime soon but we'll see Hopefully, <laughs> when that time comes i'm really prepared and really excited for it so uh but and, beyond that go ahead go ahead oh sorry 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 um i was just going to say um and not just our projects i want to be able to help other people with their projects too mm -hmm. yeah. um so that's also why you know i've been kind of plugging network nexus studios a lot because i know there's a lot of you know creatives that listen to this and i want to be mm -hmm. able to help people get their projects off the ground so if i can help other creatives you know make that happen then I want to be able to do that if I can. So that's the other reason, you know, I, I've been kind of very adamant at plugging, you know, Network Nexus Studios because I want to be able to help, you know, creatives get their projects off the ground because it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's a very long and strenuous process. It takes years. My project that I'm working on right now, I have a whole studio and it's still taken me years to get to this point. So I, I know how hard it can be. So I, I want to be able to help creatives, you know, uh, no matter, you know, who they are, you know, even if they don't work for my company, be able to help them get their project off the ground. Um, so that's the other thing, you know, I, I want to be able to help people, um, you know, get, you know, their projects off the ground because people, they have stories to tell, you know, and it's mm -hmm. not always easy to get the platform to uh, tell those stories. That's the other thing. Uh, sorry for interrupting, Anthony. Sorry no, you're getting... okay. I mean, I've had the privilege of working with um, other creatives on their video games and smaller animations and stuff and of course i always want to work on anything new and more of those types of projects but like my dream dream like and 
the far future would be to um be the voiceover director for uh something final fantasy because final fantasy is one of my favorite uh video game franchises and i've followed it for many many years it's you know helped me through a lot of things in my life um and i just really love it a lot so if that could happen that would be a huge dream for me when i was younger i was just like work on it and be a voice but now i want to do more (laughs) not just one character voice but like actually be a part of you know the whole production Hopefully um, three years from now, you know, we'll be looking back at this podcast and you, we'll have like a Final Fantasy. Three years, game. man. If that was the case, I'd be super stoked. Three years is pretty quick. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I'd be really <laughs> pleasantly surprised and happy if that was the case. Okay. But wishful wishful thinking, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Um, but also, you know, directing more dub dubbing projects whether they're animation or live action, that'd be great too. Um, I'm doing yeah. some things that I can't talk about, but... Yeah, you know, uh, Netflix, hit us up. <laughs> anybody, really. Um, sure. But yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. That's that's the dream. That's the goal. That's the aspiration. Yeah, any of you out there, if you have dubs, you know, hit us up, you know, make our dreams come true. <laughs> dubs, you need made, uh, dubs, you need, you know, dubbed. We have... 600 voice actors okay we can we can help you out <laughs> so this kind of segues into my next question here which is what would you want your legacy to be right now and even after the day you take your last breath at least after you die i'm getting really philosophical here wow okay so what would yeah. your legacy what would you want your legacy to be what would you uh... want to remember you what do you want your for remember? for yes. me it would be that just in general it doesn't have to be specifically for nexus yeah yeah for me Life. that i that i helped people uh, on their journey and their lives and that i made an impact and left quality things for others afterwards that's great that's it oh that that's great yeah uh i'd say for me um i would say this is gonna sound kind of sad but network nexus studios it's my life you know i i started it three years ago uh i never expected it to get this far but it did and you know uh i think network nexus studios uh you know <laughs> whether i like it or not at this point it's probably going to be my legacy um so you know i'd like like i said earlier to be able to you know do a lot of charity work you know work with a lot of charities you know uh maybe start my own you know uh and be able to you know have that kind of be something that plays into my legacy you know having done a lot of charity work helping out uh you know a lot of people who are lesser fortunate than myself um or that are in need you know i'd like that to be my uh you know part of it but also being able being known for being the guy that helped people, you know, who wanted to get their projects off the ground, you know, get it off the ground, get, you know, their projects off the ground, get, uh, you know, uh, different uh, creative projects made that are just beautiful works of art, you know, uh, having those two things, like, if I were able to successfully start a charity uh, to help out with, um, you know, uh, just leukemia itself, um, but also, you know, um, do other charity work 
and, uh, you know, be able to also get like creative projects off the ground that I'm working on and have been working on for years, I'd be able to die happy tomorrow, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I'd be fine with that, you know, I, I would have, I, I would have done everything I needed to do. I, I could retire. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. So any little interesting fun facts or just, I don't know, little quips or tidbits about yourself that you'd like to share that a lot of people don't really know about you, gentlemen? Uh, I used to do gymnastics and I still like watching it and following it. <laughs> nice, nice, yep. I, I actually knew that, I think, because I remember you said you wanted to potentially have a Gymnastic oh yeah, space yeah, 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 yeah. I have so many things that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we should still make that happen eventually, you know. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's still it's just on the shelf because you know, yeah. when the time comes, it will it will come off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could work with like a gymnastics charity or something if if those exist, <laughs> uh, or something. Um. Oh wait, what was the question? <laughs> interesting oh yeah facts. interesting tidbits yeah um i don't know <laughs> um hmm, that's an i've never been asked that before um well i don't really know what there is to know you know uh, um, your favorite know food my favorite food okay uh well food. uh my my favorite food i took a trip uh, one summer down to New Orleans, and it's a it's an incredible place. It's so beautiful. Oh my god! Um, and I got to try so much Cajun food. It was so incredible. I got to try like red beans and rice. Uh, you know, beignets, uh, gumbo, uh, a lot of great things. And honestly, like uh, it, uh, when I got home, you know, I wanted to be able to prepare a lot of that stuff myself, you know, because it was it was really great food. You know, I loved it. It became some of those dishes became some of my favorite foods on the planet. So every week since then, you know, I tried to prepare, uh, you know, one of those dishes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd say I mastered it. I don't know what other people would say. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, my favorite food right now is gumbo. Uh, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I love making it. It's it's incredible. It's great. I recommend it. If you have not tasted it before, it's incredible. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, outside of that, you know, uh, I'd say, like, uh, I don't really know. Like, I mean, I guess the main thing that I'd, I'd, I'd say, like, I mean, it's not really as important now as it was, like, a few months ago. I, obviously, I'd, I'd say, like, you know, cry, but, like, uh, my leukemia diagnosis was, like, a very big thing that happened that impacted me uh, very much. <laughs> um, like, of course, it's not, like, I'd say, like, chronic myeloid leukemia is not as bad as, like, uh, you know, other forms of leukemia, like acute myeloid leukemia or anything like that. But, um, you know, uh, it's something that, you know, I do struggle with, you know, there are side effects to my medications that, you know, uh, happen because my medication does not agree with me. Um, and I'd say like, that's probably the most interesting thing about me that I have leukemia, <laughs> aside from like, uh, the fact that I'm, you know, the CEO of a multinational corporation. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I, I, aside from aside from that, you know, there's there's not much to know about me. I'm just a guy. <laughs> there's a lot to know about you for sure, but it takes time. <laughs> I guess. 
What's your favorite food, Anthony? Um. Dang. Uh. <laughs> I love fruit. All kinds of fruit. Um. I don't think I have something that's just like my favorite favorite. Really? No, I don't think so. I that's mean, crazy. I lived in Japan. There's a lot of great food over there. Honestly, uh, I'm a sucker for seafood. I just love seafood so much. <laughs> I, I, I know I like a lot of stuff, but don't have anything that's just like, oh yeah, this is my favorite of all time. Okay. Fruit. Okay. Fruit it is. That's fine. There's nothing exotic wrong with fruit. fruits. I mean, really interested in exotic fruits. I see. Oh yeah, I I, I like I think exotic fruits are kind of cool too. Like I think I don't remember what it's called, but there was this YouTube channel I used to watch years back, and it was just <laughs> this guy traveling around the world and tasting exotic fruits. And he, yeah, like, I think that's the same one that I episode. watch. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think oh so. god! Like he he once like tasted this one fruit that was like it was like this fuzzy seed that like tasted like cotton candy or something or mm -hmm. ice cream or something like mm -hmm. that yeah, yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about <laughs> weird fruit explorer oh is that it that yeah. might literally be it i think that's yeah, yeah that's his channel yeah it's that's I, I you know what that's fair that's valid honestly like <laughs> I, I i think that's that's pretty sick i've always wanted to try some exotic fruit you know some crazy fruit like like some like a, a fruit that looks like a nut but like tastes like I don't know, like like pizza or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be crazy. No, but um, I I'm really into herbal medicine as well. I used to work a company, uh, manage a company, an herbal company. So yeah, I'm really into that. that. Well, remember you saying that? Yeah. I'm mixing different foods. That's crazy. No one would ever do that. It's, it would be even better if they fried the food. Try some fried Twinkies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Yeah, when That's... you go to the carnivals and whatnot, yeah. There's they a lot fry of everything. foods that they be. It's deadly. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's so good, but it's definitely, it's, it's super deadly. But, yeah. Like, I mean, we love like... them. <laughs> We like the taste, even though it's not like healthy for, for you. Well, we like them. Don't judge us. Please don't <laughs> like judge for, us. Like for me, I I love food. I do. I genuinely love food. I love cooking food. I love eating. Same, food. man. But yeah. but the problem is like so like this doesn't really happen with to everyone that like gets chronic myeloid leukemia. But like I take I take a medication called uh, I think it's called either Gleevec or Imatinib, and it's. It has really bad side effects for me and it gives me like really bad nausea <laughs> so like everything i eat makes me sick now <laughs> and it sucks because i love food but everything i eat it makes me it makes me very sick and it's very sad especially greasy foods so you know you won't <laughs> i can go to the carnival and i can you know eat all that food but it would kill me well it wouldn't literally kill me but it it, it would hurt a lot <laughs> uh and i'm also lactose intolerant so it, it's not a good mix <laughs> yeah but I, I do love food. I, I just, I just, uh, food doesn't like me <laughs> anymore, at least. <laughs> and I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, it's it's fine. You know, I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, it. I mean, yeah, such is life. It is what it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Is there like 
Do you guys have anything else that you'd like to share? Like, um, I know you talked about upcoming pro. You talked about everything there is to talk about. So, um, yeah. Yep, we talked anything? about it all. Nothing else left to talk about ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, if I, guess... I talked about anything else, I would probably either break an NDA or anger someone. So. Uh, besides the ones that you're doing, working on right now. So I guess, yeah. I guess one last question would be like, you have like any last piece of advice to anybody out there who wants to give entertainment a shot and can also apply for just anyone who's just going through like rough times, struggling I'm going in the to, midst of this. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know, times of uncertainty. Yeah. It, yeah, it could just go like, for just life in general. Like I'd say, um, this is going to sound very cliche, um, but it's true. It's, it's probably the, the best thing I can say. And it's never give up. And, and it sounds so cliche. I hate it because of how cliche it sounds. But it's so incredibly true. Hmm. Um, like, there were times when, with Network Next Studios where, you know, times have gotten tough. And I did consider giving up. I thought, you know, maybe I am not good enough. Maybe I, you know, couldn't get it done. Maybe I, I was just going to, you know, uh, may, maybe things just weren't going to end up as planned. And, you know, those times will happen. You know, you're going to have hard times where, you know, things are uncertain and, you know, you don't know where things are going to lead. Um, but all you can really do is just keep going. You never know how things are going to end up. And if, you know, things don't work out, you can try again or you can just, you know, try something else. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it, 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 if I gave up, you know, on Network Nexus Studios years ago, I would not be where I am now. And I don't know where I'd be, honestly. Um, this is my full-time job. <laughs> I love it. I love working with creatives. I love being able to, you know, do this. It's my life. <laughs> um, and I wouldn't wish to do anything else. Um, and I'm so glad that I never gave up. You know, it, it, there were, I've been doing this for three years at this point. There were definitely points where I could have given up. I could have stopped. I could have, you know, just said, you know, this isn't it you know, and just moved on with my life. But I chose to keep going for some reason, you know, whatever reason that may be, <laughs> uh, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's hard. Sometimes you may not even see a reason to keep going. Uh, but, you know, all you can do is try. And, and you know, uh, all you can do is try to keep going because, you know, you never know what could happen. You could... <laughs> For all you know, you could end up accidentally starting, you know, a multimedia, you know, international corporation. You know, it happens. Just randomly happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it happens. You know, you, you never know. You, you slip and fall and oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, don't give up. You never know what could happen. You know, it, it's it's always worth a shot. I, the, the, best, the best advice anyone has ever given me is no matter what, it's always worth giving it a shot because mm -hmm. it's better to try and fail mm -hmm. than it is to not try and wonder what could have been. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I would say just do, do your thing and follow your path. Um, and always continue to improve yourself and whatever you're doing, but don't worry too much about, you know, what everybody else is doing and what they're doing, what they're achieving, what they're not achieving. Like they're going to, everybody's path is different. And if you get so, you know, com 
bogged down comparing yourself to other people, you'll never get there. You'll never be satisfied and you'll always have this doubt and negativity. So just let go of all of that and just focus on what you're doing and your improvement and your goals and your work. Yeah. So I know that the pandemic has been um, something. So, um, uh, <laughs> so how would you say that it had really, um, like, did it... Uh, because I know you guys have been busier than ever, so I don't even think I should even ask, like, has it affected, you know, both of your respective, like, jobs, careers, and just anything since, you well, know, we've been into this lock since we've been into this for, like, what, like, over two years? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I would, even think I, I would... need to ask, like, it, it's affected, you know, your work very I'm, much, so I don't think I should even I mean, ask that. I mean, this is my career, Network Nexus Studios, so... You know, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd say because we're a remote company and we started, like, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty remote, sure, yeah. I'm, yeah, like, we're a remote company and we started at the beginning of the pandemic. And I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, looking back on it, I don't even think it was intentional. <laughs> like, that was just some really crazy timing. And honestly, because of that, I'd say it didn't affect us negatively, as terrible as that may sound, because like the entire creative industry was shut down and everyone was looking for remote studios to work with. And because most studios were, you know, geared towards, you know, in-person work and were already, you know, prepared for that, you know, we were able to strive, strive, is that the right word? Sorry. We were able to thrive, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, grow as a result um, because, you know, we're a remote company and we started right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so um for us it was not really a thing that affected us negatively like it only i don't want to say it helped us but it it did help us grow um and we were able to you know still work on productions during the pandemic and really get stuff out i mean there were times where delays did happen as a result of the pandemic um but those were rare <laughs> um and uh for the most part um you know we did not really have issues when it came to the pandemic, you know, slowing things down. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just the same thing, like just coincidence. It happened to happen at that time. And I don't really know if it helped or hurt or what. So I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> I mean, I'd say like Network Nexus Studios, I'd say there's a chance it helped. You know, there's a chance I might not be where I am today if the pandemic never happened because people wouldn't have been looking for remote work as much. And there's a chance that that also is a bunch of malarkey and also that has nothing <laughs> to do with it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So where do you see the industry? Like, where do you see everything moving forward in the foreseeable future? Where does the future hold for both access, industry, everything in general? I have to say remote work. I, I think like I don't I, I think remote work came and I don't think it's going anywhere. <laughs> like I think, you know, um that's the logical next step for our industries to really start taking. Um, I think there are, of course, you know, exceptions, you know, there are sometimes we have to record at sound stages, sometimes we have to record at Foley stages, sometimes we have to, you know, record in, you know, voiceover studios in person, you know, those are reasonable exceptions, but I do think for the most part, we're going to start seeing a shift 
towards remote work. And maybe I'm a little bit biased in saying that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'd say from, you know, my experience, you know, working at a remote company, you know, started during the pandemic, it seems that's the direction that we're really shifting towards. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, though. Like, what do you think, Ken, uh, Anthony? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think um, it it worked. It had to work. So they made it work. And since we've seen that it does work, I think it's kind of cheaper in some ways. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely going to stay. And then I would yeah. also say in terms of uh, the industry in general, I think what we're seeing and what we're going to see is more lesser known names doing more work. Um, and a lot of the typical hmm, castings and people who you know, we're known for this or that is going to go to the next generation and the next generation isn't going to look the same as the previous previous iterations of the industry where, yeah. you know, you've got one person who, you know, they do this and they are really good and they book all these things all the time. I think there's going to be a lot more diversity. And I think we're definitely going to be a big part of that, uh, hopefully. Um, because, like, for instance, just voiceover alone, like, we do not discriminate based on like, uh, you know, how large of a, you know, voice actor or voice actor may be. We go off of talent mm -hmm. um, and, you know, who is the best fit for a specific role. So anyone really has the opportunity if they're a good enough actor um, and, you know, they have a good setup and everything like that. They have the opportunity to, you know, be the next person who is cast in one of our projects that we end up getting because we don't discriminate. We, we, we base our casting off of the talent itself, uh, you know, not the name, you know, not the, not the, uh, you know, uh, amount of people that they have following them, you know, uh, we base it off of the performance that they're able to provide, um, for the client or for the project. Um, so, um, I think that, you know, that shift is going to happen. I fully agree with Anthony and I think that we're going to be a big part of it, hopefully. Um, and I hope that, you know, we can also start setting the standard for, um, you know, quality when it comes to you know, um, the work that we do. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, I hope that that's the direction that we're going to start going um, when it comes to the projects we start receiving as well. I could totally see that working. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and I really do mean it sincerely. Good luck with any of, like, you know, your future stuff plants projects because you've like i said before you've definitely got a lot of work cut out for you so manifesting positive best vibes that i could muster over to entire crew over at please do work we have, yes yes we, we, over at we have very ambitious plans very ambitious plans for sure ambitious, yes i mean it's good it's really good um it's good to be you know, you have your dreams and goals, and <clears throat> when you have, like, specific ideas, like, having these um, really ambitious, ambitious goals that you have, like, it's really good to, you know, challenge yourself and to um, say, okay, so what's something that I can do to, like, <clears throat> what's a good, like, it helps you to grow as a person, helps you to grow as a creator, content creator, and just... Um, and always 
having the drive to outdo the last project you've done is something that is very admirable and it's something to be desired. It's like inspirational in a way. So oh. yeah, at least you got that going for you. Yeah, I sincerely no, I, do mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I I appreciate that, and you know, going off of that train of thought, you know, our last project being Clutch of Cobalt Story. If you know you're, if and I think you're fully correct about our plans to you know fully one up all of our previous projects. So our last project what? was Clutch Cobalt Story, a very ambitious and large project. So all I can say is you can only imagine what our next project is going to be like <laughs> that's all i'm going to say and i will leave it at that <laughs> stay tuned for part two someday <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah now it's the time to sell yourselves out just you know give out all your social medias you know the the websites everything projects just yada 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 time to do this part of the it's time for that part of the episode where you guys um just plug just plug to your heart's <laughs> content okay well uh if you would like to uh go to our website um to learn more about network nexus studios as a whole you can go to networknexusstudios.com um or if you'd like to go to any of our social medias they are all on our website our linkedin our Twitter, our Instagram, our Reddit, our YouTube, our Behance, anything at all. It is all on there. But if you'd like to directly go to our Twitter, it is Network Nexus. I am, or actually, is it that? I think it is. Let me just double check. Yep, it is Network Nexus INT on Twitter. Um, if any of you would be interested in looking at our Twitter, which is where we are most active, and our YouTube channel is Network Nexus. Um, for any of those who are interested in uh, looking into our uh, company and learning more about the projects we're working on um, and anything like that. Um, and if you would like to apply to uh, work at Network Nexus Studios, you can go to networknexusstudios.com slash careers, or you can go to our website, click on uh, the careers uh, part, and then click on open positions, and you will see every single one of the open positions that we have currently um, and be able to apply for anything, whether that is to apply to work as a graphic designer, whether that is to apply to work as an animator, whether that is to work as a sound designer, whether that is to work as a graphic designer, whether that is to work as a voice actor, it is all listed there and you can apply for everything there. All of the directions are there. It's very easy. Um, and if um, you are looking to uh, utilize our services. Well, if you go to our website and you go into our capabilities, you can see everything that we're capable of as a studio, or you can go into our service list to get a quick uh, list of everything that we offer. And you can see all of the different services we provide, and you can see some of the previous things we've done for other companies, projects, uh, clients, anything like that. You can go to our uh, uh, service list either on our website where you know, it says service list, or you can go to networknexusstudios.com slash service list. Um, and uh, there's a, there's a, uh, actually, yeah, never mind. Okay. There's like a hyphen between service and list, but yeah, you can, you can find it. It's very easy. <laughs> uh, you can literally just Google it. You can probably find it. Um, but basically our service list goes through everything we offer, illustrations, multimedia asset design, character design, uh, sound design, 2D animation, uh, you know, uh, composition, voiceover, anything. You can see it all there, or you can just go to our website and just look at everything, and you'll be able to find any of the services that you need uh, for your project 
because we kind of offer it up. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, if any of those uh, things interest you, um, well, you can go to networknexusstudios.com and it's pretty much all there. Or you can, you know, uh, look at any of the other things that I mentioned uh, just now. Um, thank you very much, Robert, for having me on here. And um, yeah, um, to anyone that is looking for anything from us, you can either go to networknexusstudios.com or you can contact us at contact us at networknexusstudios.com. That is our email address. Um, and you can actually ask us if you have any questions or queries um, directly. Um, yep, I'll let Anthony uh, plug, you know, anything that he feels is worth plugging. Um, and uh, I think that's everything from me. Uh, go, uh, go check out Clutch Cobalt Story and uh, look on Twitter for updates on other projects we're working on. Um, and uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so for me, if you want to catch me on Twitter, it's Krisholvo. And that the VO at the end actually has nothing to do with voiceover. It's actually just the name. So it's <laughs> C-R-Y-S-H-U-L-V-O. Um, and then my email, uh, if you want to email me about voiceover or directing opportunities or anything like that, is anthonyrodriguezcasting at gmail.com. Um, I do freelance directing, casting, and voiceover. So if you have any of those needs, I am definitely down to help you out. Mm -hmm. Right on, right on. Um, so that's, uh, I know you've just um, promoted your own social media. Um, Wiley, do you have your socials or just Network Nexus? I, I am just Network Nexus. I have no social media. It's probably <laughs> That's the best. Much where, that's, where it's all, that's where it's all at. I got you. Gotcha. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so do you two have any last, like, parting, final farewells, last words, any goodbyes? Um, just... Anything. Uh, stay safe. Um, uh, don't do drugs. And um, yeah. Uh, live a little. <laughs> yeah. Just thank you. Thank you for having us. And oh yeah, that too. <laughs> hope everybody enjoyed and got something out of it and could use it to help them with whatever Indeed. they're working on or doing. Indeed. And uh, you know, um, if you ever. Want Network Nexus Studios to help you out with anything that you're doing? You know where to go. NetworkNexusStudios.com. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you for having us, Robert. Anytime. It's my pleasure. So those were the last words that you have for the audience. Well, <laughs> you guys, y'all want to do like an outro that I do for the podcast? Sure. I don't know how, but okay. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'll just say, hey, this is Robert. And then... Um, Anthony, you can say, and this is Anthony and Wiley. This is Wiley from Network Nexus Studios. And then I don't know if Discord is going to like sync up the audio or whatever, but I guess at the same time, we can always say, and you, this is the Station Square podcast. That's pretty much what we're all going to say. Like, just all three of us together to okay. say, this is the Station oh, okay. Square podcast. Yep. Okay. Okay. We can try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can try that. <laughs> Right, <clears throat> everyone. Hope y'all are having a lovely day. This is Robert. This is Anthony Rodriguez. This is P.D. Wiley from Network Nexus Studios. One, two, three, and.
and and this is the okay let's do it (laughs) (laughs) this is the station yeah okay let's let's try this again yes yes wait what the square what What i think all three of us are gonna we have to say and this is the station square podcast all together and this is the station squared podcast okay (laughs) square it's not squared Square. This is the Station Square podcast. Okay, I can okay, do that. Yeah. Here we go. Take two. <clears throat> hey, everyone. This is Robert Jackson. This is Anthony Rodriguez. This is P.D. Wiley from Network Nexus Studios. One, two, three. This and is the Station Square, Square podcast. podcast. That's good enough. <laughs> can, 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 can you just sync that up with editing? Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, <of> maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, thank you so much for watching the podcast, and thank you for sticking around to the very end of this. Um, if you've somehow managed to do that, um, bravo. <laughs> I know we've rambled on for quite some time, but regardless, um. Do yes, appreciate, we're very boring. Um, those who have listened to the podcast and for the fact that I've made it to 100 episodes already. Wow. Congratulations. Um, congrats. Yeah. I honestly did not expect to get this. I mean, this is what we were talking about. We just don't really expect things to just really take off the way they do, like podcasts. But you never know. Studio. Yeah, you just never know. So, yeah. You can accidentally, this you know, is... start a successful podcast or start, you know, a, a multimedia international corporation. It just happens. We'll see. Yeah. A company. <laughs> corporation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, that's going to be a hoot. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've already got, I'm going to add more work guy to me because I am a workaholic. Yes, that's what we Same. all need. We should all definitely use that. But regardless, um, sincerely from the bottom, bottom of my heart, thank you for watching or listening to the podcast and putting up with my shenanigans for like these past 100 episodes that I've been doing this. Um, let's see. Since 2017 or 2018, for like almost like looking at four, five years that I've been doing this, I never expected to, you know, have all of these amazing people on. And each and every single one of my guests have been just an absolute delight to chat with. And, um, uh, and to all of my guests out there, um, the list is way too many and too numerous to even just say right now, but I'll just say thank you. Thank you, each and every single one of you. Y'all have been amazing. Y'all are great. <laughs> uh, spectacular. Hope you continue continue to kill it out there in the world of VO. And um, yeah, by the way, be sure to watch the uh, episode with Lucia. Um, just there's self-plug right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you're watching this, if you if you listen to this, you're amazing, you're awesome, and you're just yes, just hella talented. Love your Azula, by the way. Just <laughs> next to Great Delisle, y'all are terrific, wonderful people. But anyways, um, I guess that's it for this episode. So thank you for listening to the 100th episode of the Station Square Podcast. I'm Robert Jackson, and I am officially signing out for today. Stay tuned for more Station Square Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Station Square Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes, guests, and interviews coming soon. Station Square, bringing your imagination to life.